0: Welcome back to Super Tuesday Recap. Your host Chris here with Deepom, and amazingly, we are back uh, for Legends tomorrow. I got a text this week from uh, Deepom when I told him we were going to be doing a pull list this week, and he was like, "Oh, so we're also doing Legends?" I was like, "What are you talking about?" Um, (laughs) Legends uh, rudely decided to come back this week, Uh, so (laughs) Uh, we're here to talk that episode. What was that? That is oh shit. See, this this was happened. I'm out of. I do whack. I don't even have the episode. Um, I think it is season seven, episode eight. Yes. Uh, this should be Paranoid Android. Sarah starts to realize her team is making questionable choices when it comes to the timeline. Uh, Sarah discovers some harsh truths. This is basically Android, uh, Sarah. So picking up from where we left off, we get a we get an entire episode with the the evil Android, uh, legends. Um, and you know what? Good I like the series always change things up, right, so didn't see us coming back and doing the whole episode, even like the intro and everything from the position of the <laughs> these androids who think they're the real legends and are really uh trying to protect the timeline by being evil um but um, yeah, here we go so what you think
1: i, I thought it was I thought it was really kind of smartly done because like us you weren't you don't know if you were ready for the legends to be back yet, right. All of a sudden, you're you're now ready because they didn't give you the legend. They gave you something that was like an approximation of a legends episode, and now you're like, "Oh, now I want to see my crew." So this is a really good way to prime the pump, I think, for the back half of the season. Mm -hmm. I uh, I I didn't know the conceit going in. Like I just I just finished watching it. Yes, I mean, no idea idea this was happening. Yeah, I I was like, wait, why are Nate's arms so so (laughs) arm? And then the intro hits, and they're doing the full '80s like action hero.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: then you get the one person questioning it. And then, without spoiling anything, I think I oh, watched spoiler. Eternals final.
0: Oh, Eternal! Yeah, we're fine. So yeah.
1: there's a lot of for me. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. It was very interesting to see them do this in an hour and to watch mm-hmm. Sarah lose.
0: Right. Well, I think it was interesting because again, it goes back to this is another one of those things where. They take something silly and then it gets very serious because you start realizing it's like, well, yeah, if Gideon is putting together the legends back together based off of their personalities, it, a lot of the stuff makes sense from the point of view of a robot, right? Of a mm-hmm. machine, right? The way their personalities are and things like that, like Spooner being so big over the top. I and mean, the B-Rod makes sense because guess what? B-Rod's not supposed to be there. So it makes sense that his like his character makes no his characterization don't make any sense but you're like Well, technically it does because he's not supposed to even exist, so there's no real backups of him to there's no real information on him to pull him from. So it makes sense that he's basically made into being a male copy of Spooner because it's like he's not supposed to exist. So it's just like, well yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so <laughs> um you know and and then also the idea of taking out some of the things that she uh you know tweak some of the personality that she knows that that Gideon knows would be a problem, like hey, you need to tamp down Sarah's leadership abilities, just make her an assassin Because you're making her a leader well, that's a problem' Because she's gonna solve the things out like like what happens in this episode, and you kind of see it it's like even let astray like Sarah, like for a while there also like, was going to be like well, not only that, but you really shouldn't have Sarah and Ava together, because I feel mm-hmm. like that's also a problem as well. Right. right? But, yeah, it, it's like leaning on those kind of things. Leaning on, on, on Zari actually being a hacker and, and being really into tech. And then using that aspect to kind of turn that android Zari, you know, against the rest of the legends. It's like it all kind of, you know, makes sense. Like you said, it's an easy way to bring us back into this season and then seeing it from that other side, right? Where you know something's wrong. This is not right. Being in a while there, you're going like, but actually, some of this that they're saying are making sense. Like, all those people did have to die because if they don't, then it's going to ruin the timeline. And so right. you're making you're making the logical, Gideon, programmatic decisions, not the ones that the legends make, which is it's all heart, right? It's right. all emotion like these people like i think there's at one point they, they were like why do they save that that 40s singer like why do they do that that makes no sense why would they do that and it's like because it's like it's the right thing to do like there's no <laughs> there's no logic to it there's no understanding it and it's you know and it goes back to again thinking about again i know it's been a while but thinking back to what happened in the last episode the episode before this when um Gideon finds out, maybe I don't even know if it was the episode before this, or the one before that one. When Gideon finds out what um Rip did to, to kind of um uh, change her directives, right? In doing that, it's like he knew he realized he had to do that because without doing that, Gideon just makes a straightforward, you know, you know, uh, very mechanical, very robot like decisions, and it's like you can't use logic.
1: It's something we noted before the break. It was the delineation between we're saving history and then we're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And we saw the tension on the original team about, like, how do they balance this for a long time? And then they came to that place of, you know, the right thing is the right thing, no matter what. You know, reality, I guess, timeline be damned. And while that was nice for us to embrace, it also did throw a wrench into kind of the conceit of the show. And so having Gideon come back and play kind of like a cleanup squad. Of like rectifying things and balancing out time, it, I don't know. It, it's it's a good it's a, it's a wrinkle that I don't think I saw coming, and a level of complexity in the quote unquote bad guy for the season,
0: mm-hmm.
1: because it's not as simple as Gideon's killing people. Don't kind of is that simple, honestly. <laughs> um, like I don't I want to make sure I'm not pulling a row on one of our other shows, but there is the pushback. The, well, you know, maybe we don't have to irradiate people. There's mm-hmm. got to be a better way to do
0: this, right? I and, and funny, I was like, yeah, what are you gonna do? Oh wait, you you guys say the, the the you guys didn't kill like when they say, well, yeah, we didn't kill them, we didn't kill them, right, guys? No, 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 no. we just injected with radiation so they'll slowly die a death. I'm like, what? Oh, that actually sounds
1: worse, guys. <laughs> that's actually yeah. Worse. When he's like, I can still put you, in death. you to death. Go. That sounds better than radiation poison. Right. Like, go ahead. <laughs>
0: Right. Don't threaten
1: me with a good time, Nate.
0: Right. Right. You know, it's it's one of those things, and and you see, and another thing too is like you see the these versions of the legends are the legends that aren't legends, right? They're not the legends that depend on each other with their quirkiness and things like that. So you you reduce them to their base instincts or their base things, or you take things away. Like again, Nate just being this muscle head, it kind of completely erases the fact that you know. Nate's a librarian he's a smart guy like he's like we forget this like Nate's a librarian that's what he was you know and so they turn him into like this muscle head guy at the end with a the more you know <laughs> the more you yo, know think at the end
1: brilliant. <laughs> not mad at it for a second
0: oh <laughs> god yo it just reminds me it was just like this show is so fucking ridiculous so but it does bring up a good point it's like alright cool you're making all the changes though and and the the legends are making all these changes and they're they're you know doing the moral right thing but the the question that remains is like what does that do to the timeline right, right. what is yes. that going to end up doing and that's something that also has to be addressed here so obviously you see this you know in just one episode give us the other side that you knew was wrong right we knew we all knew that these robots doing this stuff was not the right thing but they give it to you and see, show you what that looks like, and what Gideon's doing, and the fact that Gideon's in charge and doing all this stuff, and you're just like, "Hmm, yeah, that can't that. There's got to be a better way. There's got to be oh, so. There's <laughs> got to be some other way of doing this uh, than what they're doing right now, because that just seems bad, you know. Um, yeah. So, oh boy, yeah. Good, good to, good to, good to see him back and, and and doing these things and seeing seeing how all these things go. I I did get from um, uh, yeah, no, no. I
1: but I I, like. I don't know. I like the, I like kind of the 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 creeping dread of Sarah like slowly realizing she's not an she is an android. Right. I like the way this is all framed. I was, it's a very like as we talk about it now, it feels kind of straightforward and simple, but. It's I, I like this is like a very much a sci fi trope that they adapted to the show. It's like the ship of thesis from uh from uh vision, yeah. They've got the memories of the legend, mm-hmm. they think they're the legend, they've got some the personality tweaks that make them more malleable. But are they like do these do these robots have rights? Does, does the Sarah bot that woke up should she have the ability to to, to claim for free will? It's interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought. I love that this handled a lot of big ideas very quickly and deftly. They didn't really wrestle with them, they just kind of hey, these robots I, bleed. They feel pain. Yeah. Wait a second. I, I think
0: hey. they I think they, they're able to do it because it's one of the things we talk about with these shot kind of shows all the time. Is you you have to you don't have to reinvent the wheel all the time. And I think mm. at, at times and at comics are the same way, we're gonna talk about this when we do the pull is. I think when you have comics and T V shows and movies, we saw this you know, Marvelous is a lot too. At some point, while, yes, you know, hey, you do want to have an entry point for people to come in at, at some point, you still have to expect everybody to have a common understanding of certain tropes. And And Mm -hmm. Legends, I think, plays on that. They're like, well, we're going to assume that you've seen these tropes before, so that allows us to tell the story without having to really spend, like, three episodes going through, you know... Sarah Bot her figuring out that because again think about it. it, season two this has been three episodes. Oh, for sure, for sure. It had been three episodes of the Sarah Bot figuring out that she's not you know same. Because if you think about it, I'm pretty sure last season they did the same thing with Sarah figuring out uh that something was going on with her. Like so, it's like they do this shit all the time where they're like, "Listen, you guys know these tropes. If you're if you're watching the show at this point, you know. You know." You know. So, we're not going to spend a lot of time hand-holding you and trying to explain this stuff and walk you through it because you know what these tropes are, so we're just going to tell the story with that, on that with that foundation already in place. And I think that allows them to, I don't want to say rush through, but briskly go through some of these things without having to really spend a lot of time digging down into it, right? And, yeah. you know, and, and it also plays on the fact that we know these characters. Like, Sarah, and again, them using certain things to kind of explain it away, it's like when 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 Ava's, Ava says hey, yeah, we gotta, you know, or no, Gideon is like, we gotta tamp down and remove the, one, uh, the leadership qualities from Sarah, like, that actually makes sense because Sarah's a leader and she's worked so many, that's been a big theme over the last few years of Sarah coming to terms with the fact that she's more than just a killer, just more than an assassin and here right. you have with uh, Gideon turning her just into that right
1: immediately kind of yeah it, it's more pointed because we've watched her struggle to, to grow past that where she was e-
0: exactly so um yeah so no I, I really really enjoyed how they did that and and um it makes sense and and, it's, and it's, to me is why uh the show works on this kind of stuff and going forward so um it'd be easy it would be interesting where they're going before for this I did hear that they might be bringing in our one of our favorite men in yellow at some point. It's interesting
1: because as they were like, oh, we're fixing the timeline and making sure there's no ripples. I'm like, that's actually responsible time travel. And when, yeah. unfortunately, when you think responsible time travel, you have to think, Here our thought,
0: right?" You know, he's I, it's just one of the things. He's the guy that know if you're if you're you know trying to fix it. You know, he's the guy that knows how to do this stuff because he's 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 a master of it. So he
1: knows how to do it without hurt without causing the attention of any time rates. Is how to do it without destroying any timelines because he has to.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Because his,
1: his dedication to fucking with Barry is that strong. Right. That he can't even be like, well, this does seem super complicated. Nope, it's straight to, I bet I can figure it out.
0: Right. So it'll it'll be interesting in seeing um, how they factor that in and, and, and where, what point of his life they factor him in too. That's mm-hmm. also another interesting piece when it comes on. It's not just uh, in particular
1: if you saw the rumors which which song were you?
0: And, and that's what I'm saying too. I was like, hmm, interesting. That's right. That's interesting because that could be in a lot of things. So really intrigued to see how they how, how they handle that and go forth from there. So um but cool. Uh anything else with this before we get into some uh can, we can finally read some of the emails we had gotten before.
1: Let me go through my last... I did not know, just give me one second here. Da, da, da. I like the CPUs just having their names on them. I like the level of simplicity that yeah. makes me very happy.
0: But you don't forget, um,
1: I like uh, Gary always being wanting to eat. Um, just wild. Wild that they could have used Gary as like a disposal service for years. Mm-hmm. Um, Katie Lots, I think she was just a great performance by her. Um, Spooner and Bayard trying to kill each other, trying to outprank each other, like outdo each other. Like raising the guns higher and higher, mm-hmm. so stupid. Um, and I'm now calling Mean Giddy and Gidget. That, that's how I'm going to tell them part. You
0: know what? That makes sense. Let's Gidget yeah. now. Yeah. You know what? I approve. I approve. And
1: and if you don't, and you know what this also did, Chris, that I didn't realize. If you don't like your legends, our original legends group, or someone you're not warm on. Turning them into a one note joke makes you appreciate the other ones more. Like mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to getting like. Nuance to Spooner back, <laughs> right. <laughs> right,
0: right, right. I'm just like, oh, wait. You know what? <laughs> uh, you know what? She has, she, she. We're not going back now. We finally got you know nuance and and depth to her, other than her just trying to shoot everything. Uh, yeah. And they
1: show you what like this is what it could have been like. Oh yeah, I did hate this. You're right. Take it away.
0: Hmm. Um. All right. Before we get into some of the emails uh, from the last few months. Um, I did want to bring up, this was uh, a couple of things that did come up in the news. I did, did you see this about uh, David Ramsey to star in Arrowverse series Justice U and, and works at CW?
1: So do we discuss this or do we discuss the bigger CW news?
0: No, let's do, let's do the bigger CW news.
1: So they might be selling this bitch. Yeah. And the buyers have gone from a public stance of, yeah, we'll keep some of the programming to, we're not going to keep the programming. <laughs> so, um, good for David Ramsey. I hope he gets some payment up front. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're in a tenuous place in the uh, CW verse. It's also been interesting to see them like break out numbers and show one, when they went away from diversity as the WB and UPN, mm-hmm. how that financially hurt the, the network and they never really bounce back, and how they lose money on these productions that are dedicated to this one type of targeted audience, if you
0: will. Mm -hmm.
1: And the people who are in place to sell are not the champions of diversity you might hope they'd be. This is some OAN um, Sinclair Broadcasting type stuff. Right. So I personally would adore to see David Ramsey's show. Not because I think it's a good idea. I don't. But because that would mean that someone's moving forward with the program.
0: The only thing I could see happening with that is they move a day HBO Max.
1: Mm, they go full streaming.
0: Yeah, I, that's the only thing I could see with some of this we'd stuff. We'd still
1: lose. We'd still lose stuff.
0: Oh no, no, absolutely. You still lose some stuff. Um, but I could see them moving some of this stuff over there because. To me, uh, it's an overall deal that he signed. uh, Ramsey signed with Berlanti, and I don't see them getting rid of Berlanti, right? No, and so I think that's where I see that stuff coming. Yeah, so he signed an overall directing deal with Berlanti Productions. Um, so he's helping multiple episodes of The Arrowverse and things like that. And again, it's Berlanti. So I and I know Berlanti's already doing some stuff with them on HBO Max. So. I I I think that whatever happens to the CW, because this is not the first, and, and I think somebody else has pointed this out before. This is not the only time that this, this has happened for uh, the CW, because back when it was called UPN and had a lot of black like, programming, it all of a sudden got sold, and then all of a sudden thing. So this is this is not unheard of. We've seen this. So, but yeah, I did see that they were talking about potentially selling this, and if that happens, and yeah, I do not see any of the programming standing on. On, on whatever they call it. It's gonna it's gonna go. So the question then becomes, you know, is it completely gone or does it move over to HBO Max? You know? Because to me, um, I think uh them doing stuff on HBO Max makes sense. You need other programming on there. Um these shows uh would fit very well in there and they start consolidating what they're trying to do on um uh, if they consolidate what they're trying to do on, um, which am I call it, on um, HBO Max with their DC shows, it'll make sense. But yeah, we'll see. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, I think everything. You know, we can talk about it here because we don't need to talk about it on the on the poll list. I, I had a, I think, did I, did I? I don't know if I did it on Facebook or if I did it on Twitter. But it was, I had my confession where I was just like, guys, I'm just gonna be honest here. None of these trailers for the Batman are doing anything for me. Oh,
1: we're doing
0: this conversation. And I just was like, like, on paper, I should be, it should be great, right? It's Matt Reeves. Love Matt Reeves. Love his his Planned Ape series. Love Matt Reeves, right? Um, Patterson, not enthused about him, but I know he's a good actor. Fine. You know, Zoe Kravitz, also great. Should be, everything about this should be... Zoe
1: Kravitz is the only reason I'm considering this movie.
0: I But it's like, I feel like we've seen it before. Like, everything that they're doing, like, I saw the picture of, people we were like, oh, no, it's like, would you, would you, you, you guys are talking about the way the Riddler looks, you want to like, and they pulled out uh, Jim Carrey from Batman, um, from, from um, Batman Forever, and I'm like, you guys do realize there's so many other looks that you could do for the Riddler that make him look like the Riddler, and it'd be fine. It's like. What are you? What are you talking about? Somebody pulled out, um, you know, Patrick Harris, and I was like, Jesus Christ, that would have been a great fucking riddler. What are we? What are we oh, doing? I know I was. I saw the because it was like it was an image of him at the uh, Matrix Resurrection thing, and he was in a green suit, and I was like, Geez, why? What the fuck, guys? What the fuck? And it just made me realize I'm just like I'm just not excited for any of this shit anymore because I feel like nobody's learned a damn thing. And and then when there is something that looks fine and does right, so uh there was a lot of hoopla about the Batgirl uh suit. And I was like, what are you talking about? It looks like from the comics. It looks exactly like this from the comics. I'm
1: very upset that everyone's on the wrong side of that argument. And was I, very, I was very confused when I was like, wait, but, what's happening?
0: But Deepon, that's when it hit me. It hit me just like it comes to a lot of things with politics. I'm mad at the wrong people. I'm mad at the wrong people. <laughs> I'm mad at the wrong people. It's taking me this long to realize it. It's the fans, quote unquote. Mm. You're the reason why this shit is terrible. When something should be good, you don't support it, or you get mad at it. So there could be plenty of reasons why you're mad at them doing Batgirl, but that suit, which is taken straight from the comics, ain't one of them.
1: You know what also isn't one of them? It not being Zack Snyderverse people are mad about that i was like that's wait wait, wait. Not i'm super problem. confused as to why we're upset i'm not excited about clary and the witch boy that's not a great villain for batgirl i'll have that argument with you but we're mad it's not
0: tied to zach <laughs> like, am I'm i just, drunk i'm just i don't i i don't i don't get it i don't understand i'm like what are we doing Like. I went back and watched the Suicide Squad. Not the greatest thing in the world, but I'm like, you know what? It was actually fun. I actually was like, you know what? More of this. This is this is fine. They were mad and they were started going, no, 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 but we need to get an air We need to get the Airs version. I'm like, what? Are we, what are we doing? What are we? That version of the Suicide Squad was terrible. What are you? What are you doing? Didn't want to watch or didn't want to support Birds of Prey. Again, it was fine. Not the greatest in the world, but still fine. Didn't want to support that. But wanted to talk about Wonder Woman 1984. It wasn't that bad. It was horrible. It was horrible. It was absolutely you, dreadful. You
1: naming these movies I
0: haven't seen. That, Good for you. Good for it. you. And so <laughs> I'm just sitting here and I'm watching this trailer for the Batman and all I can think of is like, "I'm." and again, we'll talk about this, in, and that's what I was going to talk about during the poll is because I've been reading more. Com- I'm just like, but this is not Batman.
1: There it is. And I'm just
0: like, this is not Batman. You guys this,
1: don't know this, Batman. So that trailer with this motherfucker not moving and taking bullets to the chest. I said out loud. Then what's the point?
0: What's the point? What's the point? I'm like, we can't be hurt. Fuck it. What are we doing? It maybe it hit me when I was like, because I was I'm, I'm I'm sitting there going like, oh man, are they gonna do another one of these things where he's just a brute and he's not even really like solving like mysteries and then And then it hit me. I was like, oh my god, even Tim Burton understood that because in that Michael Keaton Batman, he was solving things. He was actually doing detective work. Oh my god, Tim Burton got it, but you guys didn't get it what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? We're back to him doing year one back. We've done year one Batman before. What are we? Why are we back here again?
1: I'm so glad you're reading comics again. So you can get mad like me again. This is good. All comics do is remind you what it could be.
0: I'm just like (laughs) Batman has like, you know what actually did it for me in the trailer, the last trailer that really just pissed me off is when they were talk when the the reporter were talking to Batman, uh, talking to Bruce and basically saying, You're just a recluse. You're not even. You could be doing so much money with your money. I'm like, but Bruce does that. What are you talking about? Yes, Bruce Bruce is. Wait, no, no, no. Wait, Bruce is a. He's a philanthropist. He's he does a lot of stuff with his money. He he did that first, and then got frustrated. Right. What are you? What are we? And that's how we get the back. Are you? What what, are you saying? He's not. He's not even doing. He's just sitting around, just being Batman all the time. Like that's not Batman. That's not. Son of a bitch. I'm like, I just, I just got. (laughs) Ah, I I got. So, so. You can tell who's been reading
1: comics more recently. Because this is usually me. <laughs> it's amazing.
0: Crazy thing about it is, I'm not even reading Batman comics, right? That's the crazy thing about it. I'm not even, didn't even read the Batman comics and got mad about this, right? This is just, oh, this, shit, is, this is old, really, this is, really is old weird. knowledge. This is, I, I know, I know what's good. But was, well, here's, I was reading Nightwing though. See, so that's so, so I, say, I was reading Tom Taylor's Nightwing though. And that's what I'm just like. Son You're of like, Oh, I'm a- gonna start crying during a comic book. This is your oh, Like, book. <laughs> I just I was just getting frustrated. Um, and I'm watching everybody go, yeah, I'm excited. I'm like, why? You've seen <laughs> this movie before. You've seen it before. Like, this is not bad, this is not what we're doing, and I, yes. and it, and it finally hit me. I was like, they're doing this because you guys will support it. It's the same that thing happens. that happens with, it's the same thing that happens with, hey, well, why are they keep making these these Venom movies? Because you guys will keep going to see these stupid Venom movies. It's like, and so I'm just like, no, I'm not and doing And when you keep supporting Venom movies, you know what we get? Mobius, that's y'all's fault. <laughs> yeah. This is y'all's yeah. fault. That shit looks terrible. Yeah, I just, I, I, I just, I just can't. And then, and then people go and look at, well, but well, you support the CW stuff. And I'm like, yeah, because the CW is at least trying to do a lot of these things that people say they want on a shoestring budget. Huh?
1: gives a shit.
0: Huh? Well, and that's the thing that gets me right. It's like, for all you can say that they don't do and they're not doing right, you can tell the berlantian crew they give a shit, but the people that they work for, they're doing this stuff on, don't. And so they're given shoestring budgets. They're given... Uh, a handful of rules they have to follow into and do. We at any point might take some of these characters that you build a story around and stash them back because we want to tell the story now, right? They still operate underneath there and they've been going strong for years. And they listen. You know, we complain about not having, I mean, it was a joke, but we complain about not having gold boots. What do they do? They gave us gold boots. They made us way forward, but they gave it to us. Uh, if I may, it was a what?
1: Hmm? So, it's a what? You say it was a joke? Hmm? You said it was, I'm a, sorry, joke?
0: I'm sorry. It was a joke. It, it was a joke. A joke? It wasn't a joke to some of us. It wasn't a joke to some I'm of us. Wasn't a joke to some of us. Sorry, I'm a joke to you. But you get what I'm saying, right? It, it's like, you know, an accurate Adam costume, right? It's like they do they 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 they, they do some things are like, yeah, you know, we couldn't do it, we did it this way, or hey, we did it this way because we needed to do this to get to get the foot in the door. Now that our foot's in the door, we're gonna do things more along the way that they should be, you know. Um, Arrow turned into Arrow because of, you know, they wanted to do Batman, but they weren't allowed to do Batman, right? And so they work around these things, and when you go with that context in there, when you see what they've built, there's a reason why I stuck around them for so long. But this mm-hmm. other shit, there's no excuse. There's no excuse when I I hear somebody go, yeah, 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 we're just trying to make, you know, we're modeling Bruce off of Kurt Cobain. What the fuck? Look, okay.
1: I am a Nirvana fan I have with the lights off, I have the box set. I am a Nirvana fan. At no point in my fan have I been like, Batman. That's, it. <laughs> that's, that's what, you know what? I couldn't a my finger Batman. That's what he is. He's fucking Batman. <laughs> Heroin addicted guitarist, Batman. Are you? I just, like, I. It's a willful not getting it. It's not just, guys, if you're going to be meatheads and use your powers for ill, for Batman Year Three, give me Dick. Give me Year One of Dick. Give me something. Give me something for my teeth into beyond rich man sad punch poor people. Give me something <laughs> more than that
0: because if you think that's what Batman is, God damn it, you missed the point. Like he has a personality. It's you know it's way more interesting than any Batman they've given us. What 2024
1: John Ham stars as Bat. And it's just him and all the family he's built. It's one night and it's Bruce checking in on all of his kids. I, see,
0: uh, see this, is what, this is why I get mad. This is why I get see, mad because please, I'm, oh, no, no, I've gotten mad for a while. Answer. I've gotten mad for a while because like the, the whole problem I have with this again is once again we're doing a solo Bat film where Batman is, I'm vengeance and I'm the knight and I'm the solo. That's not Batman. Nope. It's never been. Batman? It hasn't been Batman for a while. Hasn't been what? Has it been Batman
1: ever? Yeah. Because not in the not. There, there have been iterations of Batman where they've done this, but it's always been. It's always like to tell a story. Like when Jason dies, he becomes this. Like oh, so right. Kim can. The only place in dying can end. But, but, but But again, it only that only works because he had the family, he lost a kid, right? It only works because... Oh, Chris. Oh, Chris. <laughs> it only works because of the juxtaposition? You mean evil Superman doesn't work? You mean... Oh, don't get me started. Okay? <laughs> Just... They've learned all the wrong lessons. Just... Oh. And I believe blame... you know what's going to happen? They're going to film Dark Knight Returns and I'm going to have to kill someone <laughs> because they won't skip all the interesting parts of Batman.
0: Well, I think they already said they were trying to do... what, what They have already planned for... The sequel for this Batman, and they're going to do No Man's Land. I'm like, hot, yeah,
1: yes, no, yes, do it, no, stop. I, I take back everything I've said so far. Do No Man's Land with him as a solo hero. I fucking dare you. I fucking dare you. Because then we back ourselves in the Bat God corner. There's nothing you can do to make him back. God. I just. No, I no, I'm no. I retract the entire podcast. <laughs> I'm in on No Man's Land of solo Hero. This should go beautifully, or maybe there's a huge time skip and we've got a huge network, and then I'm still happy. Either way,
0: Here's the thing it's gonna make it's gonna make money, so it means you are gonna end up doing it, and and yes. and the cycle continues, and eventually you're gonna ran, you're gonna run into the wall of what do we do? And I'm like, you're still so afraid to put Robin in a film because of what happened with Batman and Robin, and I'm like you're still holding what happened in 1996 and you're so fucking afraid you can't move forward. Even though we've seen this in animation work, we've seen it in the comics. You've seen it there. Like, what are we fucking doing? I mean, hell I could sit there and try to tell you a little bit. You were you're, ugh, fuck it, never yeah, just fine. just whatever. Just <laughs> whatever. Just... But it's just like, it, it just, it's annoying me because like, I, I've just, I'm completely dead inside in all of this stuff, right? And then I watch as something that should be, hey, okay, you know, they're moving, at least at least they got the suit right, watching that get blowback. What do you mean there's something wrong with the Batgirl suit? No, it's literally from the comics. It's the one thing they've done right so far. What are we doing? What are you complaining about? Why are you making this a problem? And then, like you said, it's like, oh, well, because they cater to Snyder fans. And so now yeah. for... For years now, and we said this when they, they they finally caved to the Snyder Cut Groupies and released it on, on HBO Max, now, from now on, you're always going to have that group of people there willing to let that shit burn. They're going to be willing to let whatever somebody else is doing tank if it does anything that they feel erases the Snyderverse. Like, the big rumor was that um... And I don't even know why it was a rumor. I thought that everybody just uh, accepted that it was going to happen with Flashpoint, was going to completely erase the Snyderverse and present press, a new Justice press. League. I'm like, if, if, I, if
1: I'm guess they
0: said they wanted the Snyderverse.
1: <clears throat> DC said okay. They said they wanted Flashpoint. DC said okay. Flashpoint is predicated on the destruction of the universe and the creation of a new one. Also, with like seven Batman for some reason. And they're giving them what they want. And now, not like that. At what point do you turn to your not that many ticket buying audience and tell them to shut the fuck up and move with a little confidence in your plan? That's the one thing I've really admired. I don't, I don't like doing this, but fuck it, we're here. Marvel Studios, who is a wholly owned subsidiary of their parent company, who were acquired recently by their parent company, who haven't been owned by Time Warner since 1970. They've always got a plan, Even when people may not react the way they should to their properties, As someone who just watched Eternals. Y'all are trash. That movie's fantastic. They stuck with their plan. Because they move with confidence. This is the most insecure shit I've ever seen. I hope they I hope they change all the flashpoints so the Snyder. I, hope, I don't know what I hope anymore. I hope, honestly, Disney buys this motherfucker and fixes it. But I hope Disney doesn't do it. I hope Marvel does. I hope it's not Disney. I hope they. I hope they become a pocket unit. I hope Earth six one seven. That's your DCU. <laughs> I'm. I'm done. I'm done making excuses. I'm done trying to understand why. If there's something fantastic, let me know. I'll tap in. I am done emotionally investing <laughs> myself in their motion picture property. There's no point. They don't care. Why should I?
0: Yeah. No. I'm. I'm with you. I'm with you.
1: We're here. Like when they can when Marvel can roll out of bed and deliver that Hawkeye series. And then, so full of heart and connection and, and and respect to the source material while still pushing the idea forward.
0: And, and then you can't
1: do fucking Batman right.
0: <laughs> the easiest thing in the world to do.
1: They nuanced Hawkeye. The worst Avenger. <laughs> They nuanced that. And you can't land the plane on Batman. You can't land the plane on Superman to the point where my wife, who's now the biggest Superman and lowest fan in the world, and also the biggest Superman fan in the world, she now looks at those DC movies seriously. Seriously. Because it's like a, not just that you don't get it, it's that you're actively trying not to. And then I turn on Tuesday nights, and watch Tyler Hawkins play fucking Superman. It, It's not right, it's not okay.
0: Hmm. I just swear I'm tired of these motherfuckers, yo. Um, yeah. Alright, let's do some uh, emails, and then we're gonna head over to do our pull list. Um, so, this one, these are, this is one of the ones that was about Eternal, so I wanted wait until you you would seen it. On my first watch, my only critique of Eternals is that I would have liked to see more Simon Hayek, but that's not really a sentiment that's specific to the movie itself. I read Kieran Gillian's, um run on Eternals leading up to the movie release, and I feel like we can all agree Eternal Resurrection Protocols makes Exponent Resurrection Protocols seem a lot less prob- problematic in comparison. But would that have been a better twist than the one they've actually used for the movie? Hmm.
1: You say? I was dropped for a
0: second. I'm back. Okay. I got lost for a second. No, no. I was gonna say the. Uh, I don't know if the you could do the Eternals resurrection. I just I just caught up on Eternals in the comics, and we'll talk about this during the poll list. <clears throat> I don't know if you can do the Eternal Resurrection protocols in the movie. No. Um, no. <laughs> no. I, I don't think. Just for people to be aware who have not, you know, like, they reveal what happens when the Eternals get get resurrected. It basically kills a human. So. um yeah, but it's such a
1: good twist on oh, yeah. like the mythos they don't even Yeah, we'll talk about when do the polis obviously. But yeah, for no. someone who I was not a huge Eternals fan, and so I read the books, I went to the movies. They can't do that, right? <laughs> so, like, well,
0: they can't kill us <laughs> right, 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 right. You gotta make it. We gotta make up robot. You can't. You can't do that. You can't do that. So, oh, um, man. on that note, no, giving what is the Argo? Uh, giving what is her arguably her best TV role? Casting, casting and Chan. In her movie role, uh, where she basically a sentient robot is a little on the nose, wouldn't you say? Um, yeah. Although she she's one of the ones has also been cast twice now. She's also. Wait, what was her best one. known TV role? I think she was in Humans. That thing, that TV show, Humans. I'm pretty sure. Oh,
1: I never saw that. Okay.
0: Um and yeah, she was. Let me just make sure that was right. Yeah, she
1: was Minerva in uh, Captain Marvel.
0: Yes. Yeah, she was on. She was on the TV show Humans, uh, which is about sentient robots. So yeah, it is. It is on the nose. It's on the nose, but we'll allow it. We will allow it. Um. All right. Cool. She was also in um, Ryan the Last Dragon. Huh, we'll figure. Uh. Hmm. Let's see what else we got here. Um. Uh. Matthew sent an email about Inferno Number Three, so we'll wait until we get to the uh, pull list for that one. This one about Hawkeye. Uh. With it apparently. Being confirmed in the season finale, uh, well, yeah. So, this is a little bit old. We didn't want to read these during the, the things. Um, With it apparently being confirmed in the season finale that Laura Botton was in fact a sealed agent and without indulging in the speculation about her identity, I have a ton of gripe about the way that played out, intentionally or otherwise. It makes it seem like Marvel decided to perpetuate the general role stereotype where a woman gives up her career to, to be a mom, where her husband got to continue having adventures. Yeah, I understand that that is still a valid choice for a woman to make, but personally, I find it a bit disappointing considering it's a rare miss on Marvel's part. I found Laura to be much more interesting when I thought she was just a civilian who Clinton trusted enough to let in on one of the darkest secrets in his life, and it turned out that she was down for whatever. I feel like the best case scenario could be if her cover had gotten somehow blown and she had, she had to get out of field work. I'm kind of hoping that's what happened. Well, one, we still don't know, so there's that. But I think you also kind of hit the nail on the head when you said to yourself, it's like, you know, she's also allowed to retire.
1: Right? So... I have no nice reply to that email. I'm all
0: right. So, I mean, I think, you know, you, there's a lot of things in here, because remember, for a while there, Clint also gave up his role as an Avenger to be a husband, right? He quit after um, Age of Ultron. He only got pulled back in to kind of clean up messes and things like that. You know, remember, he... After Civil War, was wearing an ankle bracelet. He was like, "Yeah, okay, cool. You want me? I can wear ankle bracelets and not be here anymore. Fine, I'm down with that." When he was teaching archery to his daughter and and having and 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 being a, a family man. So, I think you know, uh you, you we can't over speculate on on how they went down that route and going down the road road of oh, they just fell into gender specific roles and things like that. Because mm. here's the other thing too. Once, and I think we we saw this throughout the series. Once a shield agent, always a shield agent. You know, it's like she, she she was retired, but she still had a contact. She was still doing work, too. So yeah, I, I don't know. Sometimes we can go always go down those routes of, of of putting in some of the other things that we do. I think this kind of reminds me of uh, some of the things we're seeing with uh, people were doing with, um, with the Abbott L- Elementary where people were saying, oh, well, why they make the, the black, you know, female principal this way? It's like guys, stop. Sometimes I it's, think it's, it's the much.
1: same thing that happens with the Serena Williams anytime she comes up. People start to bring themselves to the argument or the question or the issue at hand more. So it comes, they start projecting themselves onto these people. Right. And that's not like that, especially in a fictionalized account. This is a story. Like, it's not always, you know, like like Chris said, like, this is a situation where Clint was dragged back into it unwittingly. Right. He he was done. And then Captain America asked for a favor. And Clint was like, well, that is some shit. And then he comes back and then he retires again. And only comes out of retirement that time because his family was snapped and he lost his eye.
0: Right, exactly. I mean. ah. Yep. So There is that. So, um, I think that's all I have right now for emails. Oh, I missed my African-American Film Association ballot. Why they send it to us on? They only give us two days. Oh, okay. Wish they had told me before. <laughs> well, no, because they sent me something to vote last year and then they sent something again, like on the 12th. And I'm like, I just did not see that email coming out. So, oh, well. Oh, fuck it. It is what it is. Um, I've heard it before. So, anyway, um, Let's see what do we got coming out. So the Flash, thankfully, is is not coming back until March. So we will be back in March for Flash. We'll be we continuing doing Legends and taking your emails and things like that. Also, I don't know. I guess tomorrow we're recording this on Sunday. I guess tomorrow we'll get the release date on Moon Knight because that seems like has a trailer. So, so. the, tra- the trailer is rumored for Super Bowl. No, I thought, and... the, I thought the trailer. Was coming. I thought no. I thought the I thought the teaser said it was coming tomorrow. Oh, that's probably right. There. I'm
1: going to be standing. So that may be the what Sorry, I may be mixing up all the rumors. The rumor is that at the, that this is going to follow Boba Fett.
0: Okay, that makes sense.
1: As far as their streaming schedule goes.
0: That makes sense.
1: Which would which have to launch, I think, the White. either They can either premiere right after the, I think it's going to be timed up with the Super Bowl somehow. I mean, mm-hmm.
0: give me five seconds to look at Boba Fett. That makes sense. Because they don't like stepping on their own toes when it comes to these, exactly. these big releases. So it makes sense they wouldn't step on Boba Fett.
1: Alright, I'm especially when the finale is coming out. So, nineteen. Let's see. We're getting the finale is February 9th. and Super Bowl twenty twenty two is February thirteenth. So yeah, it works out.
0: Okay, sounds good. Disney don't miss, man. Yep. Um, so, uh, we're waiting on that. And so we'll be covering that. That will be on Super Tuesday recap. And then after that, the shows after that will be back on premium. So we will see. So again, folks, thank you very much for listening. Uh, stay tuned and we'll be back next week for more legends. So until next time, we're out of here. Peace.